don't need no water, let the motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker. Welcome everyone to the Eppy and Stash Show. I'm your host, Eppy. Uh, believe it or not, the other man whose name is on this show is here, Stash. How are you? Uh, I was taken hostage. I know everybody cannot see my face, but I am blinking S-O-S at the moment. So, free me from, from uh, Beardo's dungeon and his gray sheets in the background, please. You, you know you don't want to be freed. Mm. No, I actually like the whips and chains. They excite me, so mm. uh, bring it, baby. Mm-hmm. Got some stock on the there you uh, I'm I'm happy to be back with you guys. Uh, I, I I'm glad that uh, Dodger and Beardo held it down while I was out uh, fighting the good fight, um, and I much appreciate it. And uh, I've listened to the episodes as I was uh, out working and stuff, and pretty excellent stuff. And I'm proud of you guys. Uh, I said, don't forget Mrs. Eppy. She held it down too. Mrs. Yeah. Eppy, you know, crack the whip on you in your in your in your little moxie that you get in your voice uh, during <laughs> the show. So I'm glad she was there to you know keep the dogs in line. <laughs> Beardo is here. Beardo, how are you? Pretty damn good. Super excited for tonight. I'm glad Stash is back. Super glad that he's back. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to tonight. Sweet. And uh, joining us again, we have Dodger. Dodger, how are you? What up? I'm pretty good. I'm doing. I'm doing well. Yeah, Miss uh, Mrs. Uppy's still still recovering from that bump on the head she got from that microphone a couple of weeks ago. Two so weeks ago, yeah, uh, yeah. Wish 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 she was on, but that's it. You know what? That's okay. Yeah, she she's actually sitting right next to me. Uh, she's preparing for bed. Uh, she just worked six days straight, forty eight oh. hours. So. She didn't feel as though she had it in in her to give a quality performance, so she did what was best for the show and and herself and her health. She's going to go to bed a little early tonight. Um, do you want to say hi, Mrs. Eppy, real quick? Just say hi. Hey. Yeah, so she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's finishing up her uh, fishing adventure here on uh, Animal Crossing, and then she'll give me a nice little kiss goodnight and head off to bed but hey stash since you've been gone for a while we'll let you go first what are you drinking tonight uh, i'm drinking something uh out of avery brewing in boulder colorado shout out to boulder fucking coolest city in all of colorado uh this is inspired expressive and abstract it's called the hazyish ipa it's brewed with the rocky mountain water malted barley malted wheat flaked oats hops and some all its other good stuff that it says in there plus the yeast uh, it's juicy, hazy. Um, it's actually really delicious. Um, shout out to Avery. Uh, thank you for making the trip all the way out to California uh, for a new beer out Bevmo. That's probably going to be there for a week. Um, very delicious. Nice, nice cap too. Uh, Dodger, what do you got? I just got a good old fashioned Corona Extra. Nice. That's it. Nothing special. Nice. I was just feeling. I was just feeling a Corona. I haven't had one in a while, so um, yeah. Keeping it simple. Nice. I had three or four earlier, so I know exactly what you're up to. Again, with you as well. Nice cup. Uh, Beardo, what you got? Thank you. I am on my last can of Morgan Territory stuff that I bought a couple weeks ago. Um, And this is called Bees Better Have My Honey. It's a honey wheat with tangerine, uh, 5% alcohol. 
content, and it's it's good. I mean, it was one of my first beers at Morgan Territory that I liked. Um, but since then, I found a couple more, so that's that's good. Morgan nice. Territory is actually I can, I know actually I can three. go and uh, spend some time <laughs> and some money and be happy. So three beers nice. now, nice. and bees better have my honey is one of them. Very nice. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's the weekend. So on one hand, I have my awesome Uppy in the Stash cup full of my margarita. And the other, I got to make, st- trying to like um, drink the stock I have. I have a beer called a Terrible Idea Hazy IPA that was done by 21st Amendment Brewing in the, out of the East Bay. So it has a little fun little can with the elephant on the thing with a triangular wheel. And um, if I had to rank it out of five, I'd say about three and a half. So it wasn't too terrible of an idea because it's actually a decent beer. So not my favorite of theirs, but it's up there. So. Yeah, interesting. Any came with margarita an is always is a seven out of five because my margarita skills are amazing. So <laughs> is that is um, that blended or is that on the rocks? On the rocks. We don't do blended around here. That's just okay. I don't. I don't know why you would, you would do that. That makes no sense to me. Too much know. work from the Midwest. Too much work. <laughs> I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait twenty more seconds for my damn alcohol. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. Just mix it, pour it, drink it. You know. Repeat. Yep. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> So we're going to continue the discussion we started last week, which I, I was very proud of that. And I, I think it the quality of – well, I think all of our shows are quality. But more people tuned in for our last week's show than they did the office shows. So um, we had more out-of-the-country listens too. So <clears throat> maybe we just had more people interested in what the hell is going on in the United States of America. Um, so with that said, we're going to take a more – focused approach i think last week we did more broad strokes purposes but how about tonight we start in buffalo i think buffalo has been one of the more disturbing places i've kind of kept up with this week not that i spent all my time um looking at news and stuff but buffalo keeps coming up and those for who don't know what happened in buffalo is 75 year old man who has been known about for keeping the peace um, I don't know whole, I don't even know his name, but I just saw that you know someone dug into it and found that this man has always tried to keep the peace. I believe in his hand had one of the uh, the response unit's helmets, and he was trying to return it to the cops. And two of the cops pushed him down. He hit his head on the pavement, started immediately bleeding from his ear. And you watch the video, I think. At least a dozen cops just walked right past him and over him like, hey, who gives a shit? This old white man is laying on the ground bleeding. And the first set of disturbing news is the fact that the other 57 officers in the unit resigned from the unit because, heaven forbid, the two that pushed him uh, were put on uh, suspension. And then, to make matters worse, I have since learned that while the two officers have been charged, they were set free, 
I think today, maybe yesterday, um, no bail. And when they left the courthouse, they were met with applause from the city's police and fire departments. So mm-hmm. let's start in Buffalo. Um, oh, Mrs. Uppy saying something about the mayor. Um, you can just say it. I don't remember. Oh. Oh. Some of the mayor, I think, was saying how they're just doing what they're told. Maybe, maybe once, uh, once, maybe once I get stashy talking long-winded on this, I'll look it up. Uh, <laughs> but just, you know, it's one of those things where it was, like, it, was, it was, it was bad, and then just somehow, somehow, it's, it's like the whole city of Buffalo, the whole department, the mayor's office just kept doubling down at, on it every time. Like any chance they had to save face, they just doubled down on their assertions and what happened because um, they came out saying that. He tripped and fell. And without video evidence, we would have been inclined to believe them. And it just got to the point where I'm like, granted, we never stop in Buffalo anyways. We've only done it twice. And that's if we're going to Niagara Falls. But I'd be fine skipping Anchor Bar next time I'm in the area because I don't feel as if that city deserves my income and my tax money. But, okay, before I send it over to Stash... Uh, what the mayor uh, said in one word or another, he claimed the old man was a major instigator or agitator to the situation. Um, so with that said, we're going to send it back over to Stash. Uh, Stash, share your thoughts. Okay, quickly, I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version of who this individual is. Um, this guy's name is Martin Gugino. He's a 75-year-old man who have all been seen pushed by Buffalo police. Fuck you, Buffalo Police, for doing that. So a 75-year-old man, because I can be anybody's grandpa, anybody's brother, anybody's, you know, uncle type of thing. But he's a longtime peace activist with the Plowshare Movement, um, Google Plowshare Movement. Uh, they're a, they're a highly um, anti-war, anti-nuclear activist um, that is led by a nun named Day. Um, so check them out. Um, the Intercept uh, by Jeremy Scahill, Scahill has a huge podcast episode on them. Um, so this guy um, is like one of the most peaceful guys you could ever meet, uh, according to what I've been reading. And so Buffalo has been saying that they he he fell or he was an agitator or an instigator. But I don't know how much of an instigator you can be at 75 years old when you're pushed over and blood starts gushing out of your ears. So I think it's fucked up. And all those people who who and who resigned and decided to leave the police force because of what they did, good. Fuck you. This makes room for people that maybe be able to do a better job than you do if they don't defund you by the time you fucking come back or decide you want to come back. So good. Leave the fucking force. We know where you stand. You're you're for you're for pushing seventy-five-year-old people over on the ground for fucking nothing. That's what you stand for. And fucking you thin blue line bullshit. Yeah. So protecting for clarification, right? I don't think they resigned from the police force. I think they just resigned from covering that unit of the police force. So they're still employed. It's not like they said, I don't want to get paid anymore. Because they probably have a few of the best jobs in Buffalo outside of professional athlete. So Yeah, well, they said psych. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to cut to you, Beardo. Beardo, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Well... I read something today that was slightly interesting to me, and it was about the officers resigning in Buffalo. And one of the officers speaking on condition of anonymity because he doesn't have the balls to not be anonymous 
said that they weren't resigning because they were supporting these two people. They were resigning because the union said that they were not going to um, support them anymore. So basically you do something stupid, the union's not going to save your job. And so rather than to continue to be associated with this group, they resigned from the special squad. I don't know how true that is, but that's just what I read um, in an article in People online today. So, I mean, I think People is a moderately trustworthy source. So I feel kind of good or kind of safe saying that that's what someone said. But I don't know how true that actually is. I don't know the workings of their mind. And I will just say, fuck the leaders of Buffalo for saying that this guy instigated it. Fuck them for saying he tripped and fell. Fuck them for not doing the right thing. Because this is clearly a case of people just being assholes. And when they had the option to be dicks or to just move the guy to the side or even fucking just arrest him. You know, the the protest is over. He should be leaving now. Fine. Arrest him. Why do you got to push him over, hurt him, put him in the hospital, and then just keep walking by? That is not humane. Not humane at all. There were a million things they could have done differently, and they chose not to. And this is a pattern that we are seeing all over the place. Hmm. Dodger, any thoughts? <clears throat> Yeah, you guys hit the nail on the head in a, in a ton of different places there. I mean, they, this department and the officers themselves double, triple, quadruple down on their on their bullshit, essentially. Um, one, by pushing down a protester, for one, I, I don't think that you have the right to put your hands on anybody unless they're doing something that's illegal. You can peacefully protest legally in the United States. It's called freedom of speech. Um, also... One pushing him down, two tons of them on video walking right by him like he wasn't bleeding out of his ear and bleeding out of his head. There's there's two. There 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 you are doubling down. And then for the department to come out and say that he was he he's an antagonizer. Are you kidding me? I mean that's mm-hmm. just that's the most cowardly possible cop out. Cop out. Get it? That's the most cowardly <laughs> cop out that that. You can possibly make, and you're a professional, you're a police officer, you guys know my thoughts on authority, more specifically police officers, you're, you don't have the same standards, you know what I mean, that, that mm-hmm. a civilian does. Who gives a shit if someone's antagonizing you? That does not give you the right to do anything. That's why America's in this mess that it's in right now. And then for them to say that, no, he fell, it's on fucking video. Are you kidding me? Like it, it, you know, you can you can say supposedly that um, whatever. I, I won't even go into that. But uh, another thing about about Buffalo that's interesting in general, they've kind of always been known for a little, a, a, you know, a little bit of this weird stuff. And you said something about besides being a professional athlete, um, <clears throat> Jack Eichel, superstar for the Buffalo Sabers, wants out of Buffalo. He doesn't want any any part of that BS. And Josh Allen. Doesn't want uh, doesn't really want to doesn't really want to be be part of that anymore because of all this stuff. And then 
And then what happens? I know I always bring sports into things. It's what I know. Jake Fram, Jake Fromm. I don't give a shit what his name is. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pronounce it differently. Do you guys see what happened with that guy? Mm, I didn't. He said over text message to a girl, only elite white people should be allowed to have guns. And then she posted it and said, someone please get this guy. And she was a friend of his. And then she posted another update of one of his, like, fam- I think his sister or something. I, I, it might be wrong. It might not be his sister. It was some girl close to him texting her saying, can you delete that? Like, the bills are threatening to cut this guy. And it's like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, this is exactly what Buffalo doesn't want to have to their name, which sucks because I've heard the Buffalo is a great city. You know what I mean? I've heard that it's there's good people in Buffalo. I don't want to mm-hmm. say the city itself is great, but there's good people in Buffalo. You know, and um, that's just such a bad look for them. All of this stuff happening. It sucks that we're in this predicament, but um, for them to double, triple, quadruple down, like I said, on 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 their fuck up, is absolutely ridiculous and it's cowardly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure you're right. I'm. I- no doubt there's good people in Buffalo. Um, having spoken from experience, having driven through the city a few times, it's one of those places you drive through and you can sit there and say, hey, I can see how this was nice once. And you, you kind of feel bad. You know, it's almost like driving through mm-hmm. North St. Louis. Like, hey, but this place was real pretty before it was dilapidated. Um, but, man, obviously there's a deep, deep culture of bad shit going on there for um, them to have – just double down so many times on no, yeah. we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. And um, speaking of the Rust Belt, and I, I didn't plan on making this part of the show, but we talked about how the uh, the police originally, you know, the mayor um, stuck up for the police force in such a shitty way. Uh, the mayor mayor of Erie, Pennsylvania, also in the Rust Belt, did the same thing where there was a video circulating of a cop kicking someone who's like already on their knees and it was a young lady. And of all the things that mayor could have done, the mayor came out and said that video could have been doctored. Despite yeah. the fact that there's multiple yeah. angles of the same video. <laughs> like, How dumb is that? So, I mean, it wasn't meant to be part of the show, but when we were talking about Buffalo, it came up in my brain. So if anyone has anything to say about a mayor also finding another stupid way of being an idiot, go ahead and knock yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. But well, I, Buffalo I mean, does have its perks. Don't don't get me wrong. The bars stay open until four. That's just another. <laughs> that's a that's a good good one of a kind thing, and that speaks for Buffalo. <laughs> Go ahead, Gerdo. Sorry. No, no worries. I mean, but it just goes to show that the people who are the leaders in their city know who their clientele are. They know who the people getting them elected are, and they know they can come out and say this bullshit, completely backing up the cops' dumb fuck story. And know that they're going to get reelected because they've got that fucking group in their pockets. They can't do anything wrong unless they say something crazy like Black Lives Matter. So we're going to continue to see this stupid kind of shit. You want to unmute yourself there? Yes, we'll always see stupid. Yeah, we'll always see. Stupid shit. But um, let's think about the power dynamics for a second that um, that play out when mayors are called out for um, their uh, personnel's bullshit. Okay, because essentially this the city the mayor 
um, has the legal authority as their boss over the chief of police, right, or whatever it is, right, who, who's overseeing their police department. And then that administrator has to say, hey, you have to put in line and supervise and put these people in their place, essentially, right? You have to say that, right, in that, in that fashion, um, their personnel. And so if you break it down into that fashion, this makes a lot of sense, okay? As administrators, one administrator has to tell another administrator that has a higher authority, hey, you're fucking up, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're looking bad. Essentially, that's what you're supposed to say. However, that's not the case. So when we put it in that context, how powerful is that other city administrator who's like, hey, you know what? Mm, yeah, our cop pushed over a 75-year-old man or our cop, uh, uh, my, my, my employee, let's put it this way, my employee kicked that girl in the face. Yeah, but it was stressful times and, um, you know, curfew was happening and we really, we really shouldn't do anything to them because it's stressful. These, 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 these are my employees are under a lot of stress and stuff. And I want you to go out and, uh, sit there with me and say, you support me and, and all my employees and what they do. And what happens? He does it. That's the power dynamic that we're seeing, yeah. right? Of, of how afraid this public administrator, because this is what they are, they truly are public administrators, that they are of another department and the type of power that they perceive to have. They are just like the NRA. They have no power. They are just like the police unions that were that were fighting for more prisons and not schools during the 90s and the 2000s up until late. This is the same power dynamic. And once you show how weak they truly are and not powerful they are and their money and their rhetoric gets old, they will fucking lose and they will lose big time. They will lose. They will lose seats on mayors. They will lose seats in city councils. They will lose district attorneys races, both in the county and the state. And they will lose police chiefs races um, for those who are not for reform. You know, and so this is how it needs to be broken down because it's so easy for us to think of in the media terms because we look at it through Twitter. We look at it through Facebook and TikTok and all those things. And we look at it through MSNBC and CNN and Fox News. But when you break it down in everyday terms uh, that we all can agree to, managers and employees and supervisors and bosses, it fucking makes sense. Who has the power? You know, who's holding acting like they have power? And the police act like they have power. They don't have any power because without tax money, without your money, they don't exist. None of them. Their jobs don't exist. Not the police chief and not the personnel that go along with it. Okay. You got anything else? Not on that subject, no. No, no, no. Beautiful. Sorry to drop the mic like that. I, I, I want to disagree, but I couldn't. I love it. Oh, my goodness. I love the fire coming from Stash right now. It looks, it's yeah. been about four weeks. It's like, you know, we yeah. don't have sex for four weeks and you come out, you know, you're just oh, like, shit, yeah. I got it there. He's, you know, you're like, the loins are burning. On you. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not forget. The Dodgers were cheated out of the two seven two thousand. Don't get me fucking started. Don't get me started. Yeah, go ahead and uh, grasp that anger, and let's move on to the next subject. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on to Los Angeles, actually, um, another moment captured. Um, so there's an image out there 
disabled, wheelchair-bound, homeless man who had nothing to do with the protest at all. Um, also fell victim to the police. Got shot in the face with a rubber bullet. And there's, I'm not sure if you've seen the image yet. Um, if you haven't, um, do so at <laughs> your own peril. It's, it's not pretty. It's, I mean, you just see this poor man. And if you zoom in on it, you see the blood dripping from his face, and he's obviously in pain. And by all accounts from what I read, he had nothing to do with the protest, didn't give one shit iota about it. And and I'm not, I can't even choose which one. <laughs> Everything we brought up was more heartbreaking to me. It's just to get shot in the face with a rubber. I mean, these non-lethal rubber bullets, from what I understand, were not meant to be shot directly at people. Like, I... Could have understood that they were meant to be uh, ricocheted off the ground. Like, I don't know. So, have any of you three seen that image anywhere? I'm looking it up right now. I haven't seen it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would. I I would tell people to go look at it because it's going to piss you off. And that's 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 it's it's a good it's a good message. It's a horrible thing for that person, but it's a good message. It'll show you like. Those those rubber bullets, one hundred percent, are not meant to be shot at people in the face. You're a psychopath if you shoot someone with a rubber bullet in the face, knowing the damage they can do. Um, it's brutal. I mean, it's it's disgusting Ooh. that someone someone was able yeah. to do that. Did you just see it right now? Beardo just saw it. I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's an act of war. Is what it is. It's it's an act of war. When you when you when when that happens, what you're saying is that I'm willing to maim you. I'm willing to fucking take your eye out. I'm willing to bust your teeth out. I'm willing to hurt you in a sense. You as an individual, right, to make you say I don't want to ever come out and do this. That's essentially what they're doing. But they're not. There's nothing rubber about this bullet. It's a. It's a. It's a. A. Stainless steel encasing, probably a 316 stainless steel, which means that it's the most hardened stainless steel you can get, mm-hmm. encasing of a bullet that just happens to have rubber around it and is the size of a fucking mouse. Not a mouse that yeah. you see running around your fucking house, a mouse the size that you use to fucking do your work on. That's how big it is. It's not the type of thing that we all are like, oh, they're just shooting rubber bullets and, and macing them. No. Um, if If you follow any of the Palestinian movements – um, you know, that is going on. Um, a lot of them have come out and showed uh, the type of activities that um, the riots have occurred. Right. And they say these are the types of um, um, anti-riot uh, uh, weaponry they use against us. And then they show that side by side with the type of anti-riot geared um, weaponry that they use against Americans. And they're exactly the same. There's no difference what they use in the Middle East, mind you, Palestine in Israel or in the Middle East, what they use in the Middle East is the same thing they're using here. It's fucked up, you know? Like, how the fuck are you going to shoot a guy in a wheelchair, tell him, get out of the way, there's a fucking curb. I don't know if you've ever been in a wheelchair before, but you can't exactly jump a curb in a wheelchair. I don't know about you, this is not Grand Theft Auto. You know, you're just going to fucking jump something, and then, boom, they shoot him in the face. Fuck his ass it's, up. Those bullets are rubber, the, the same way. Those, those bullets are if you've ever felt a hockey puck. Those are also rubber. That's exactly what the fuck that is. Yep. Yep. And it's coming at you a lot harder than a hockey puck could ever come at you. You know what I mean? Knock your teeth out. It has penetrating force behind it. Those, yeah, that's, that's just cruel that you can do that to somebody and go to sleep at night. And I'm sure, I'm sure he did. 
Well, uh, you know, to me, it's mm-hmm. it's negligence on training, and I I touched on this last time as a you know person with you know training um, myself. That is complete. I mean, negligence to me. To me, that's the same thing as like desk pop, fucking firing your gun at you know in, in the you know in the in the yeah. precinct or whatever whatever the fuck they call those. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's negligent. I mean, that's crazy that you take the time to aim down your sights at somebody's face and shoot them in the face for for yeah. peacefully protesting. And I'm going to keep saying peacefully because it's that's exactly what these what most of these people are doing. I mean, if you're going to put your hands on someone, fucking defend yourself. I get that, but to use force on somebody like that, that's just there's a there's a there's a power. Um, Excuse me. There's a there's a power element to that, and that's just that's negligent negligence negligence in training. Can't speak English. It's okay though. Mm-hmm. No, it is. It's. I think. Well, training is one thing, right? Because we're all trained to maybe do. Okay, an occurrence happens, and we do CPR. But I I feel like it's like um, a lack of of. Um, interviewing a lack of attrition, a lack of uh, making sure that the individuals that are there can handle those types of those types of situations, and and I'll draw a parallel. And in in Hong Kong, they had the same type of um, things going on, and we weren't hearing about some of these same events, you know, that were occurring in other cities, Paris and France. As much as like you think the French are pussies, and we were we were deciding in 2011 that we were going to change French fries to freedom fries and shit, they burned the motherfucker down. You fucking decide that you wanted to, to raise taxes or take away someone's pensions. The fucking city burns for three weeks until you say, okay, okay, enough. Take your French fries, you know, whatever, you know? And yeah. then, and then, and then everybody's fucking happy again. That's the type of shit. But do you hear, you know, do you see or hear that shit? No, you don't. But again, we're not following French media. We need to get into that same realm again. Um, that that has occurred in our um, American past um, where we have uh, American um, literature that was very anti-government but wasn't and wasn't right wing. The type of anti-government was why am I paying taxes um, to fund these types of activities which inhibit my rights as an individual right and and and, and so we need to get back into that type of situation again where we take to the streets and say, <clears throat> not this whole idea of like you got to fucking make me wear face masks so I'm going to protest and storm a state house with a bunch of bullets and 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 arms but more of like where the fuck is my government money money going and why am I funding this shit you know and why do I have to keep paying it Emerson Ralph Alder Emerson is is the guy who I was trying to pull I had a tip of the tongue type of moment that's who it was <laughs> Ralph Waldo Emerson is the guy who we need to follow right now Martin Luther King, Ralph Waldo Emerson, and and um, uh, Reyes Tejerina Lopez. Those are the two guys that we need. Three guys we need to follow right now. Well said. Yeah. yeah and I think in each of these three moments, I mean, you couldn't have had someone who – all three victims we highlighted were all three people in no way, shape, or form were a threat at all to anyone. You know? You definitely did not deserve um, – anything at all um <clears throat> so we're gonna kind of wrap up by going a little bit more local um because the, the the peaceful protests 
are literally happening everywhere. I'm pretty sure all of our cities or neighboring cities have had something. So we're just, uh, just going to discuss how things went in our local areas. And um, I'm actually most curious to find out how things are out there in Arizona, out your way, Dodger. So did, was there any protest in your city or nearby and anything out of yep. the ordinary happen or did they go as they should have? Yeah. Oh, very, <clears throat> very out of the ordinary. Um, yeah, there was protests. They said it was mainly, it started out in downtown Phoenix as it, you know, should have. Um, it made its way to Scottsdale and then down in Tucson at the same time, which who cares about Tucson? But it's, um, <laughs> it's uh, something big did happen, actually. I don't know if you guys know a YouTuber by the name of Jake Paul or if you know the name. His brother I, Logan Paul is bigger, and he's kind. He kind of rides his coattail a little bit. Anyway, Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this idiot, this mm-hmm. idiot, absolute idiot, has his fucking videographer come around with them. They're outside of. I see a video. It's him, and they're outside of PF Chang. This PF Chang's, and I'm like, I what the fuck? I know where I know this PF Chang's. Why do I know this PF Chang's? And then they go into my favorite place in the world. So, well, one of my favorite places in the world, the Scottsdale Mall. I love going there. They got, you know, I spend too much money there and I love it every time for 20 minutes. And then I get in the car and I'm like, God damn it. But um, <laughs> so they uh, they go in there and they're and he's on video clearly looting a place that has no business being looted. You guys already know my thoughts on looting. I'm, the looting is unnecessary, especially at this point. And this guy just did it just because a uh, reason that a lot of people are doing it is because it's the it's the fucking norm and it's okay to go do stupid shit like that right now. And um, he got caught. He on video. I mean, he didn't get caught. He fucking snitched on himself. He um, he he did get charged. And a lot of people got charged with him that were caught on video. Again, this is a video that he posted himself. Um, at one point in the video, he walks up to, you know, in a mall, there will be a car. Enter your name um, for a chance to win this car. That that BS. You know, yeah, for one, that's not true. You know, no one ever wins that car. But um, uh, he, he goes up to the car and breaks the, like, rear passenger side window breaks the back window and hits it with i think he had a bottle of vodka he was hitting it with on camera in the middle of the mall if you go back and watch the video you can clearly see it and it's him it's just like that's one of the things i was out of the ordinary and that's kind of what was uh one of the people that i have living with me in my house actually went to one of the protests i believe and peacefully protested as you should Nothing really really went wrong, to my knowledge. And um, I I heard that it was a very peaceful protest when it began. It it was not a lot of looting. And then this group of people kind of messed it up and made it look really bad. Right? Go out and protest all you want. You know what I mean? I am down with that. But when you start looting and doing stupid shit just because it's the norm and it's the cool thing to do and it's what people are doing right now, you look like a coward to me. so yeah, I mean, it hasn't really been, hasn't, you know, it, that was just one day and one thing. It was huge. It was trending on Twitter. I mean, this guy got himself in trouble. He's an idiot. And I'm glad that he did get caught for being an idiot. Um, but yeah, other than that, I heard it was very good. I heard, I heard Tucson was very violent, but that place is like, fucking, I don't know, Fresno. Like I compare it to Fresno. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of an armpit. Just brutal, you know what I mean? 
So um, I, don't, I didn't really see how much was going on there, but it, it was a little bit out of the out of the usual for a little bit there in Arizona. Hmm. So so just to put a little background on who Jake Paul is type of guy, um, he's a type of guy that would show up to a place that is known for suicides to happen, actively seek out a body, film it for his channel to show that he was there and mm-hmm. somehow in parentheses make a statement. And then benefit from it. And then benefit from it. Wow. And then face the backlash from it. Because I think that was his down point. Because that's where people were like, that's a little fucked up. Like, these people were in a horrible state of mind. Um, and and they made a decision uh, that affects not only themselves, but a lot of other people. And they did. And you're there. You know, somehow benefiting a, a, off of it, you know. That's the type of guy he is. So, I, I don't put past him. And um, I hope he finds himself in an awkward situation to where a fucking rubber bullet's coming his way. And he's like, this is not what I want to be. Because he, he he has benefited from his privilege of not feeling anything, um, both physically, um, economically, um, in any way that has said right. um, you're in danger. Right. Nothing. Absolutely. Nothing from it from that privilege alone, you know, and he needs to feel it like shit. You want to show up in a job in a Japanese forest where people are known to kill themselves and then benefit from it. You're fucked up. You're fucked up. You're seeking money. You're, you're no You're no better than a Kardashian to me. Plain and simple. The Kardashians are head and heels above those guys. <laughs> More like a stiletto in heels. So oh, you know, at, yeah. at the same time, um, I did say something about him kind of riding the coattail of his brother. His brother made a very, very strong statement on his on his podcast, and his brother did, did things the right way. Yeah, he stayed. You know, he 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 tweeted the right things. You know, that's kind of how the universe is at this moment. Look, he tweeted, yeah, he yeah. tweeted the right things. He used his. Um, ability. He has one of the biggest podcasts, I believe, in the United States right now. Um, you know, probably top ten. And he used his stage as a positive thing. And shout out to that guy, Logan Paul, much better than his brother Jake yeah. Paul, who yeah. is an absolute yeah. scumbag. Yeah, well, you know, Logan Lo- Logan did the right thing because I, I I I this is something that we probably talked about in a lot of my group chats is that uh, um, people are, are should be allowed to make a decision and and then come back and say I made a wrong decision then and I want to correct myself without being canceled Absolutely. right and that some all yep. some odd years later they should they should even have, no matter how long it takes it there should be an opportunity of a, of of atonement you know. Uh, an, an ability um, on that person to develop a a sense of themselves and an awareness of what has happened and how it affected other people and their thinking and their beliefs and their opinion. And he should be granted that. Now, should he follow through? Absolutely. Should there be other statements? Absolutely. And are people going to be watching that? They should be watching that. Just one more thing. I mean, for you to say um, that, uh, you know, for someone to make a statement, you should be able to come back and redact on, you know, whether your opinion isn't that exactly what this entire problem is about and exactly what these protests are about. I mean, if if Billy Bob down in fucking Fort Polk, 
you know, Louisiana can say, you know what, this is wrong. This is showing me that I'm wrong. That's exactly what this is about. Right. And one thing that Logan Paul did say is that it's not enough to be not racist. It at this point, you need to advocate against racism every time you hear it going on. And I believe that that's what this entire this entire protest is about. I mean, it's a subconscious thing, too. I don't think everyone going out there and marching for for the protests thinks that. But if you if you if you take a deeper dive into it, I think that that's. I mean, that's exactly that's what I would love to see. I would love to see everyone who maybe has, you know, a negative racial thought about people. um, Take a look at it. Read into it. Look at these videos. Look at people that just blindly trust uh, Senor Donald Trump and blindly, you know, (laughs) advocate for the police no matter what happens. I have it's it's crazy. I have videos on my phone that I've saved from um, from from different police issues you know different videos of you know a black man running away from a cop and getting shot in the back when he's clearly unarmed i have that stuff saved on there just so i can show people just so i can remember that just so i stay down and realize that i'm not going to say all police officers are bad my grandpa was a police officer and i'm openly not a big supporter of the police but he's very respectful about it he says you have your opinion you know what i mean and there are bad apples out there but there are also good apples and he was one of those good apples I mean, probably, I don't know. I wasn't there, but, um, you know what I mean? I I think that that's what this whole thing is about. If you can change the opinion of someone who has, or the thoughts in general of someone who has these, I mean, immediate, like you hear Trump, you're like, Nope, I support him. I don't give a shit what he does. You can walk up and punch a baby. They'd be like, no, it's funny. He has balls. Mm -hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? There's people like that in this world right now. And, um, yeah, I think that that's the, biggest importance of um of of this whole issue right change some people's opinions you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be for this issue only it's just maybe open yeah. them up butter them up you know people people tend to listen or you know conversate with you to respond not listen and understand and i think that yeah. that's this is a big opportunity to, to to change the world get things rolling in the right direction by the way charges change from third degree murder to second degree murder that's fucking awesome beardo i know you had had that you had the answer last time uh, of the maximum penalty for third degree do you know second degree i actually waited until today i didn't even want to look it up i wanted to hear if you had looked it up it's a life the 15 to life it's a 15 i would imagine it would go up to life yeah i think i I don't know for sure is life i don't know what the minimum is though it's no it's life um, and okay. speaking speaking from experience, um, not personally myself, who has been in life prison, but from uh, from a person who has dealt with a parent in an in incarceral state, it's life in prison. It's a fifteen to life sentence. Okay, from someone who wasn't technically involved in it, right to that point, you're in it for life. Well, I just the, looked it up yeah. in for Minnesota. Yeah. And it's different in Minnesota. In California, it's, it's life. Yeah, it's up to 40 years in Minnesota. That's still oh, a life geez. sentence. Right. Yeah, that is. For guys like that. That's an but it's up to. life sentence, yeah. 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 Remember, the guys, okay, imagine if they're 30 years old. Add but, four, 40 more years on top of that if it's life. But there's still the possibility for parole. But and still, add yeah, 40 it's, more it's a, years on top of that. It's significant. Yeah, it's significant. Them 70, even can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-five-year-old man getting out 
in 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 twenty fucking whatever. You know, it's it's the same. It's the same as um, a man who went in and he and it was nineteen eighty six, and when he got out, it was fucking like twenty twenty twelve. Yeah, you know, or so whatever. You know what I mean? Twenty thirteen, twenty twelve. You're like, goddamn, what the hell? Right? You know, what the fuck happened in those twenty six years or so? It's still a life sentence in that sense because you don't get to spend those years with your family. You don't get to spend those years uh, celebrating the the milestones in our lives of weddings and graduations and and deaths of of loved ones because those are milestones as well, right? You don't you get you don't get those opportunities. It's still a life sentence, you know. You're not going anywhere. You're stuck, and hopefully that you don't get stuck with the shiv. <laughs> but if but if you come back, if you come back into civilization, you're not going to know what the fuck's going on. You're going to be no. so roasted and worn out mentally that you're not going to live a fair life after that. And I believe that there are cases where people yeah. are maybe you'd be wrongfully accused, or maybe there's a you know self. There's arguments in, in in different reasons if we're talking about the lines of murder. But it's like um, for someone who is guilty, as guilty mm-hmm. as this man mm-hmm. is. Um, for him to, you know, say he gets, oh God, I don't know, 40 and he gets out in 25, so you know, weird. let's just throw it out. Let's just throw that out there. Um, what is he, I believe, is he 34? Does anyone know? I thought I saw that he was like 34. Okay. Even at 34, say 25 years of his 34, life. 25 years from 34 stash math on that. I'm not a math guy. He's uh give me 79, 79. Are you kidding me? 80. That's a I life mean, sentence. It's a oh, life oh, sentence. Pretty damn old. Come yeah. on out. Come on out. An 80 year old. You're going to come on an 80 year old man. And I hope that in that time, the next protest, he's a 79 year old man that gets fucking pushed over by a police officer. In Buffalo. You're yeah. the guy who gets pushed over. In Buffalo. <laughs> of all places. In Buffalo. Yeah. Fuck you. Go <laughs> yeah. to Buffalo. All right. Uh, Stash, I'm going to move to you because I know that um, you live somewhere. There's actually curfews, so yes, I I hate to take it away from you. I hate to take I hate to take it from you, Uppy, but you know it's been a while since I've been on here. I think that we should take a break and do a part B on this because I need to re up on my hazyish IPA here Mm because I got a lot to say, man. I I have a lot of pent up. I my my grandma died of COVID. I've 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 fucking been dealing with some shit out here in, in reality and. I got stuff to say, and and I I love I love what to hear Beardo and Dodger and Uppy has to say all together, and I don't mean to dominate the podcast or anything, but goddamn, I'm here, and so I guess we'll be taking a quick break so everybody gets an opportunity to do part B tonight, and uh, Uppy and the Stash Show will be back in about thirty seconds. We're back from our break, and uh, we're going to wrap up this time. 
after the stash enforced break here. Uh, <laughs> so stash, uh, you're, you're down in Riverside County. Um, I know that there was some curfews down your way. Uh, I don't think your curfew was as strict as Hollywood's. I heard Hollywood's uh, curfew was like 1 p.m. But I do know that you were actually getting ready to head out to visit your mom in Texas, and you had to cancel because you felt unsafe. So why don't you fill us in on what's going on in your neck of the woods this week? Well, uh, we'll say this much. It wasn't as or um, violent as most people have wanted it to be. Um, everything was truly peaceful. People went out, did their thing, and it was done. Um, and it was true Marina Valley status. Um, Marina Valley has a way of doing it that way. People go out, say what they got to say, and it's done, right? Nothing else. And then you get the occasional flag people, guys who are, you know, uh, attached to the American flag to their trucks and want to ride around and be like, America, and you know what I mean, type of thing. And um, you know that type of shit, and then you know blue line, thin blue line type of shit. But the, the, what what's what perplexes me beyond belief, and something that I've thought about for probably for the past three weeks, and this is something that uh, Uppy and I uh, have conversations in our um, group chats that we have with the with the boys back in the Midwest. Um, is the, the the thin blue line, right? And and one of the comments that I made was, <clears throat> and this is true wherever you are, whether you're here down in Southern California or in the, in the Central Valley of California where our, 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 our loins of the fucking state is, you know, um, it's that there are the same type of don't tread on me thin blue line type of individuals you see you get don't tread on me right which is the gas and flag which is originally of the you don't want the government to come in and tell you what to do or not to do but the minute that there is some type of curfew that is uh, ordered against brown or black americans those individuals don't come out to protest and or the fact that um they are adding a blue line in an American flag to which they love. I'm not disputing the fact that they do or don't. It's that they love. They are saying that there is a line between them and the state and the federal government that which makes them immune to any type of consequences whatsoever. And they accept that fact of a police state. They love it. As long as it doesn't affect them. And here's my here's my point where I just cannot understand and make A and B or one and one make equal two as this. Where the fuck do you draw your line? Where do you say um, you can be a police state, but you can't be a police state towards me to wear a flag? You can be a police state... You just can't pull me over for speeding. You can be police state, but you just can't be able to do these types of things. But to support, to support the fact that they're the thin blue line, right? If you think of the American flag as an independent, like when we start talking about it and we put our hands on our hips and the flute starts to play, doo, 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 right? And we're proud to know about the colonials and they're there making their way against the uh, um, mercantile type of uh, economic 
uh, grief that they were getting from the British government. And they wanted to make their way and say, I am here. I want to make my own economic relief. I want my money, and I don't want you to tax me for it. So therefore, I'm going to go to the Boston Harbor and dump this fucking tea, right? But you have a thin fucking blue line in between the lines that are saying we are here as a fucking state, independent of the, uh, our own federal government. We were not called the United States of America for almost 200 fucking years, right? Of our own existence. And now you want to insert this thin blue line to say somehow you are different from any of us, right? Your own person, your own immunity, your own government. Where do you stand? Are you for the Gaston flag? Are you against the Gaston flag? Are you for it because it looks fucking cool like the Confederate flag? Right, which you are an enemy of the American people if you are, because you want to succeed from the Union, and you successfully did because you fought a war and you died, and you fucking died in a field alone for fucking nothing so that white America of the South can benefit from it. Poor whites and poor blacks and poor browns and poor Chinese and, and all the poors of those in America here benefit from each other standing up. Where do you fucking stand of that thing, you know, of that thin blue line? Are you on the right or the left of that? Or are you fucking somewhere and not even right or left where you're just saying, I'm fucking done with it. I'm done with your police state. Well, Stash, but left. That is, that is a, I don't know, a complicated issue, but also a very, very simple issue. Um, and so I'm going to say that 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 support of the thin blue line or of adding that line to the flag is enforcement of status quo that's what it is these people that are flying those flags those people who are getting out there don't tread on me flags those people who are nailing in the american flag into the bed of their truck are supporting status quo because their life has been made comfortable their life has been made free of any real um, troubles. They've got, they have to worry about making money. They have to worry about making ends meet. That's all they got. And they want to keep it that way for themselves. Now you add in some people who look different than they do. You add in some people who want those same freedoms and are, getting loud, that's me doing air quotes, about asking for those same freedoms, that's when you see these people start to get riled up, and then you see the all lives matter bullshit going on. And so it's a complicated but a simple issue. Yeah. It is enforcement of the status quo. That's what these people want. They do not want people rising up against them. They do not want people challenging their worldview, their world position they just want it to stay exactly like it is no progress um to add to the types of people um those types of people uh, the ones who would do the whole thin blue line um majority i'm not gonna say all but i would assume that the majority are the types that are gonna sit there and point the finger at colin kaepernick for disrespecting the flag by kneeling before it but they're the same ones who are okay altering the flag for the thin blue line, which is, 
Um, I think technically illegal. Yeah, we're not supposed to alter the flag. Um, I, I think that kind of points to Beardo's point that the people who do that are basically saying, I support status quo. Like, my life is fine. How about we just leave everything as is? Because in my worldview, everything is okay. So, yeah. But I want to point out it's only a disrespect to the flag when they say it is. Despite the fact that adding that blue line to the flag is altering the flag, which is technically not okay. So there's my small. No, it's definitely yeah, and it's that is opposed to flag etiquette as well. Like there's this big long list of rules of how you're supposed to treat the flag. It's just a stupid fucking piece of cloth. So who gives a fuck? Mm. But you're not supposed to alter the flag. You're also not supposed to wear the flag. So those fuckers who put on like American flag jackets or shirts or we're, pants, we're looking at you, that, Tony Lauren. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta reverse it. it. You can you can wear it. You just gotta reverse it. Starts first. So you guys know? No, no, I'm just saying. I can tell you from a military standpoint. There's a reason for that. It's because if you're gonna wear it on a shirt or anything, it represents <clears throat> the flag going into battle, and that is what made it legal to wear. Okay, I'm okay with so there, that. Because you get to reverse it. Because it's exactly. because we're, we're, yep. yeah, where I work at, where I work at, the flag goes first, and then the other flag, and they're they're very particular about it. I don't fight with them about it. I've also, um, just like many of us here, actually, all of us here have have um, sworn an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States. That's the only way we can get a public job. That that goes for Beardo and Uppy and myself and you, um, Dodger, because you've you've been in a of you know a volunteer service. Um, we've all done it. We we have to sign the paper, right? Unless we're Jehovah's, and then we don't have to sign the paper. But um, the last time I last time I remember Uppy or Beardo didn't ever knock knocked on my door, so I'm okay. Um, but anyways, that's near, neither here or there. Did I hear, <laughs> so, I, heard, I heard the name Colin Kaepernick, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I said it. Yeah. Let me go ahead and yeah. give you uh, our thoughts. By our thoughts, I mean most military people, and I'm not talking about – we talked about this loosely last time. I won't say it on here. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Pogues. I'm not talking about Pogues. I'm talking about combat veterans and – um, people who uh, made a difference in the military. Um, you know what I mean? Those people, I would say that in my my experience, eighty upwards of 80% of people said we fight for freedom, freedom of speech, the amendments. Um, you don't have to fucking stand for the pledge. You have freedom. You fight. We fight for your freedom of speech and freedom to do whatever the fuck you want in the United States of America. Right. And touching on that status quo thing, that's a fact. I mean, people who are putting, you know, sticking that American flag and on the other side of the back of their, uh, you know, Chevy fucking 1998, whatever pickup truck is a Trump flag. Those people are supporting a status quo, just like you guys said. Right. You don't need to be that person to support America. You don't. I will also say that a good amount of the people in you know, uh, in my experience, in the infantry are going to be right wing people, probably 60, 70 percent. Right. I mean, the, you get you they do target a lot of the, you know, I will say African-American communities. They'll show up at the schools, maybe not the army necessarily. They're not allowed to, but they will, you know, um, recruiters will target those areas. So you get a lot of left wing people, too. Um, and they say 
I'd say upwards of 80% of all of those people say, Colin Kaepernick, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. That's the fucking definition of a peaceful protest. You know what I mean? And where are those people that were talking shit about that now? Oh, now they're saying that you can't silently, you can't peaceful. Why, why won't you peacefully protest? Why are you looting? Well, what the fuck happened with Colin Kaepernick? What were you saying back then? Let me scroll down on Facebook long enough and look at you say stupid, um, you know, hiding your racism. Um, but I fucking see it. I see right through those people. And I just want to say that. I want you to say the NFL – the NFL retraced the steps this week too. I mean, mind you, the NFL came out and said we were wrong. Like, yeah. How how momentous was that <laughs> for those of us sticking out for Kaepernick and everyone else four years ago? That they I'm not saying it momentum at all. It's or momentous at all. Too little, too late. They're trying to stay on the good side of people. They're just trying to look right. There's not going to be any cowardly loser. Let me just. Yeah, there's not going to be any kind of meaningful action from this. They're apologizing so that they can get back to football and. Well, they were getting back to football anyways. I mean, but Mm -hmm. still, I mean, mind you, who 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 they were saying doesn't do them any good to. Sorry, sorry, Stash. Yeah, doesn't do them any good not to say that because the people they piss off, they already pissed off. When people said four years ago, I'm quote unquote not watching football anymore because they were allowing this ungrateful black people to kneel, they either came back and aren't telling anybody or they already pissed off and they left. And who needs them anyway? In the beginning, I mean, they know they're not, they're not going to lose business. And now they're no. saying, oh, we can do such a small thing just to go ahead and say this statement. No. Oh, whatever. No, but it's no. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Ahead, no, no I just, yeah, I, I just, I just don't think that's who they were saying sorry to. You know who they, who they were saying sorry to was not the um, cable owners, right? Of 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 the of those passes, um, they weren't they weren't saying sorry to um, uh, the the longtime ticket holders who make up a good percentage of their sales, right? Because they bought up half their fucking season, if not longer. Who they were saying sorry to were the guys that are fucking buying their apparel. Mm-hmm. That's who they were saying sorry to. They were saying sorry to the Raiders fan who makes up fucking ninety percent of their fucking um, uh, apparel. That's yeah, who they were saying sorry to. Yeah. Because who who are the who are the Raiders fan? Right, largely people of color. So they knew the audience that they were playing into. They spent. They spent day and night for the last fucking five or ten, seven days thinking about how they were going to craft this message up into the day it was released. Don't yeah. think it was released hastily so they can stay faced. Hell no. These guys were staying up for 24 hours a day about how we can save face so that we can make money off of the merchandise. Merchandise is their biggest profit. Biggest profits, you know. Anybody can look at it. Wait, wait, wait. You think merchandise is worth more than their TV contracts? I would say TV contracts, hundred percent. Those TV contracts are in the billions. Yeah, I would. I would say that their their TV contracts probably outweigh their their merchandise, not by a fucking big margin. But I've heard some of the numbers that have been thrown around with like Hyundai, like the like a a lot of their 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 uh, their ads and 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 their. 
marketing standpoint, I mean, they make a lot of money with that. Yeah. And that all ties into their TV contracts. We have merchandise. I would say it's probably right there. Second. Yeah. But why cut off your nose to spite your face? It's the same thing. That's exactly exactly the point. I think that ESPN contract for Monday night football, just for Monday night football is like 2 billion a season. Just for one game a week, like. Yeah, but remember, there's Buffalo Wild. There's okay. So, so if we put it in more of a context of this, who goes to watch these Monday Night Footballs? We'll take Raiders for example, because Raiders are one of the um, teams that can generate the most revenue in a sense of of team apparel, uh, viewership. No matter win or lose, because people watch the Raiders, right? That's what they do. This is a team, for example. We're not talking about any other team, right? Just sure. a team, for example. Who are they? Who are they trying to appease when they come out for a statement like that? They are trying to appease those type of people, like saying, "Hey, I look this way, but I work in construction, so I have no fucking clue what it means to be, uh, um, um, you know, involved in these riots because I look this way because I have to survive in my neighborhood." So I shave my head and I wear boots and, de- and and khakis and shit like that, right? Because this is my neighborhood and I fucking – I'm a Raiders fan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so this is their way of trying to save face because Latinos know that you are one bad day away of being that guy of George Floyd on the floor. You're one bad day. You're just You're just one bad day. That's it. And you're fucking George Floyd, except your name is fucking Julio, you know? And so they know that that's, this is why that the fucking NFL is all of a sudden just saying, Hey, we're going to try to save face and say, you matter to us and we're wrong about it. No, no, (laughs) you knew you were wrong about it for years. It's just now you're seeing fucking Philly, uh, Philly, which is, um, one of, uh, ESPN's favorite fucking team to play um, and talk about for years and years and years and years, even though they suck every fucking single year, <laughs> both in fantasy and in fucking real life, right? Don't play anybody from Philly. This is why they're like, oh shit, we can't, we have to come out and say something. You know? Yeah. It affects their fucking market. It affects their, their ability to make money. It's yeah. shitty. Yeah, no, they're, they're playing to where the money is. They didn't come out on the right side in the first place because the money wasn't there. Now the money's on the other side. So we're so sorry. So just following the money. Can I touch back on, I know Uppy, you raised your hand. Did you want to say something? Uh, no, that was five minutes ago. Ash was going crazy on that microphone, but I'm pretty sure Uppy's just here to record this. I I know. That's what I said. So all, he's now all, all I have found is proof yep. that yes, the NFL makes the most money from TV deals, but I haven't found actual <laughs> facts to appease Stash because I know he's going to want cold hard numbers, but by far and away, TV revenue is where they get the majority of their. Yeah, um, so, I, I did find that fifteen point four seven percent of their total league revenue is from ticket sales. That's nuts. What's your what's your source? And Raiders. And Raiders. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what's your source? No, it's not. It's, it's I don't even want to go down that road. Statista? <laughs> right. I don't know. I got, I got one more thing for you guys for the NFL. Did you Google Scholar or any of this? 
Um, I got one more thing for you guys for the for the NFL that happened this last week. Um, if I were to ask you, I don't know. If, no, let's do it. If I were to ask you your top three quarterbacks in the league, what would you say? Someone who watches oh. football, I think you th- all three do. But like actual current or just like current? Yeah, current, current, current. Like t- totality or actual current skill level. Current right now? No, current right now. Who is your top three? Fucking can lead their team to a to a you know to an appearance in the in the Super Bowl. Who's who's the top three? Your top three quarterbacks right now? Well, Pat Mahomes. Yep. Okay. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No. I want to put yeah. Tom. No, don't add him. Don't add him. Don't add him. Don't don't yes, do that. Yes. Don't do that. Jesus Christ! I was listening to you guys. Stop yelling at me. I'm arguing. I'm arguing with Beardo and, and up here. Don't don't I have, add. Don't add. I have, don't Tom, add. I, I have I have Tom Brady like five like six probably five six. I think my number two. Anyway, six, six is good. Aaron, six Tom, is good. Tom was I'd put probably me Aaron Rodgers second. He's Aaron Rodgers. Who, who would be third based on you know don't don't forget about the team around them which both of them have a decent I mean Patrick Mahomes has a very good team around him Aaron Rodgers. Arguable. I would go. I would go. Houston, Texas. What's his name? Um, fucking shit. He was. He was good because um, although he didn't put up the numbers, I just feel like he should do it. And then, um, god dang, man, this happens when you're tired. When you think you got to go, Houston, Texans, because he 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 did Sean he Watson. did. Yeah, yeah, Watson. There you go, Watson. Watson yeah. did. He did amazing, phenomenal job. Watson just did it. He put it on there. So you got to put Watson on the list, and then I would go uh, Mahones. Oh God, he was fucking great. But so here's the thing: you're gonna hate me. You're gonna hate me. But San Francisco, he can do it again. He GBC. just he needs more. He needs more. He needs more. Yeah. Uh, so, something to throw. I don't through. know. I think he Absolutely. might be overrated. Okay, so this wasn't supposed to spark. This was supposed to make a point. But every <laughs> fucking one of you guys missed it. Thank you very much. Um, swinging a miss. Swinging a miss by Dodger. No pun intended. Um, Drew Brees. Okay. Oh yeah. The uh, New Orleans Saints are. Build right now by many experts, I would say they're probably uh, kind of a unanimous vote on who's supposed to come out of the NFC this year. Drew That's Brees, every year, and every year it doesn't happen. I think it's they will. Full, it's, okay. I, 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 this, it's not a sports conversation. Let me turn it into politics. Okay, so Drew Brees said, "Stand up, put your hand over your heart, and respect the flag. I don't give a shit who you are or what your message is." And a lot of people had a lot of problems with that. I, for one, I don't give a shit what your beliefs are. I believe in freedom of speech. You can say things like that even though they're, they're stupid, Drew Brees. Um, but then, you know what? He has um, he has conversations with Michael Thomas, who's a very opinion, openly opinionated NFL player. How you know a lot of NFL and NBA players are? It's become there's a lot of dramatics off the field, off the court type of thing. A lot of Twitter stuff and social media stuff. And then Alvin Kamara, who's just a hardworking, keep your head down and fucking move ahead type of guy. They didn't go. They didn't go straight to the media because they. What I believe is that they know that Drew Brees is not that type of guy. The way that it came off to sound. Um, So what they. They waited a couple days and then they came out to the to, to in social media and said, "You know what? I contacted Drew personally, and he said I made a mistake. 
and he's one of those guys that's a good definition or a, a good example of what we were talking about earlier someone that can change their opinion maybe or something that they said he didn't double down on what he said like shout out buffalo you know police department or whatever they're called you know sheriff whatever you know whoever the fuck it was um he, he they they came out and said you know what he apologized and he wished he wouldn't have said that because that is not truly what he believes in and um i wanted to know if you guys one read slash heard or saw this and and what you thought about it like what are your thoughts on drew Brees now i i've always heard that he's a great guy he's loved by his teammates he's never had he's never had a problem in the locker room or anything like that so i just wanted to know what you guys had to say about that I know he's done a lot for the city of New Orleans. He's he's given his time. He's done his charity work. Um, I would say my thoughts on him haven't really changed much. Um, and I, I think we've pushed on this a lot. Like, you know, hey, just because I believe this way about this subject doesn't mean everyone has to. And I don't fault him because he very much said, hey, this is how I feel. When I'm on standing on that field with a hand over my heart and when the national anthem plays, he's not a bad guy for feeling that way when he's in that moment. But what I do think he is, I think he was just incredibly tone deaf in that moment when he said what he did. Um, I don't think he's wrong necessarily for feeling the way he does, but I don't think it's he's not his opinion. It's what he said to me. It's the way he said it. And he went to Purdue. He's not a stupid guy. I mean, I know he's from Texas, but um, <laughs> suck at Texas. Right? He's a good, he's a he's a good old Texas boy. Um, I just think it, it was just amazing to me. My first thought was, why Drew? Why? Like, how tone deaf are you? Because um, that's what it comes down to. He was incredibly tone deaf for just at this point saying that. I, I'm sure. It, again, I wouldn't fault him for sitting there thinking to himself. I wish they wouldn't protest again, but I do applaud him. Not so much for the apology, but for when Donald Trump tried to shame him for apologizing, he stood up to Donald Trump. Um, So that leads me to believe that he truly took the time to understand what the issue was. So at the end of the day, I mean, when it first happened, I'm like, man, if I had his jersey, I would have burned it kind of thing. But... He redeemed himself by standing up to Trump when Trump tried to shame him for apologizing. Yeah. That's what I, I was. I was waiting for someone to bring that up. I'm glad you did. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't throw Trump into the fact that trying to shame him is that he had to read his room as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. When you were standing there and you're like asking these guys to say fucking sacrifice your bodies. I'm going to fucking throw a Hail Mary, uh, put your uh, arm out this way or that way, you know, and and your hips in the fashion that um, you wouldn't normally do in practice is a big deal, right? And so he he's reading his room. He's absolutely reading his room because imagine where you're saying, like, fuck you and your beliefs, and I want you to catch this ball in a way so that we can reach this status. People would be like, fuck you, right? Why not? Why would they not say that? He is preserving himself in a field that is dominated by people of color. 
absolutely point blank. And so he is now trying to figure out a way going to tell himself, okay, shit, I fucked up. I shouldn't have told him I was like Tom Brady and I liked fucking Trump. And now here I am because I got to throw the fucking ball. Is this guy going to fucking catch my ball that I'm going to throw towards him? And if I do throw it towards him, is he going to fucking reach out and make the type of effort that I want him to make? No. Want to know why? Because you don't give a fuck about where I came from before I went to college, when I was in elementary school, growing up in a poor American fucking city, in a poor fucking American elementary school, that happened to have poor American teachers who gave me a poor American fucking education. And how am I going to fucking reach out for you because you decide you want to throw a 75 fucking yard ball out deep, far right into the zone and you want to reach out and fucking grab it for you. So guess what? We can have a fucking touchdown so that we can say we're Super Bowl champions, but you don't believe the shit that I did or I believed in or I went through. That's what he's doing. A lot of these safe faces from the NFL of like turning around, that's what they are. I'm saving fucking face because 95% of his coworkers are what? They're black. He doesn't work in New England Patriots territory. He doesn't. And he never will. They'll never accept him. He's not going to go to fucking New England and all of a sudden be the great savior fucking quarterback. He's going to be down south where he's at because that's where people love him. But that's what's going to happen to him. So he saves face or he doesn't. It's up to him at this fucking moment. Beardo? Well, I am not going to be nearly as eloquent as Stash. Man, that was lovely. Um, but I, I, think, I think what happened is Drew Brees says a stupid comment. And then his his friends, I think the, his teammates are his friends. His friends call him up and say, dude, what the fuck were you thinking? You know my background. You know my story. You know who I am. You know we're friends. How can you say something like this to me? And so I think they made it personal with him. I think he heard them. And I think he said, wait a second, I screwed up. Let me get out in front of this. Let me apologize. Let me eat some crow. Let me let me try to repair this damage because, I mean, it is important that they catch my, my touchdown throws, but it's also important that I continue to look to be the leader that I am. So I think, I think, you know, this might be a real thing where someone actually said something to him that, that caught him, that caught his attention. And I hope that's what happened. That's what I hope happened. Agreed. Perfect. All yeah, right. Agreed. <laughs> well, hey. we have gotten massively, massively sidetracked. Um, real quick, Beardo, was there any uh, demonstrations, uh, protest out your way? Did anything of note happen? Um, yeah, actually, um, I live pretty close to the city of Tracy, and they've had two marches in downtown Tracy. Um, both have been peaceful. Um, one of them was organized by a student that I'm acquainted with. 
So, or former student that I'm acquainted with. I didn't have the student, but I know of the student. Um, and she's a super awesome kid. Um, so that happened. There was also a, um, a rally here in my little town of Mountain House last night where a bunch of people showed up at the high school and spoke and, and uh, mingled. So we've got a couple little things going on, but not nearly as anything as exciting as what went down in Oakdale. <laughs> uh, was, well, I was going to report on Modesto because that's where I live. Uh, <laughs> we can touch on Oakdale at the end if you want. We can um, touch on Oakdale. So Modesto, last weekend we had ours, I believe on Saturday, maybe Sunday, one of those days. Um, I'm not even sure because I, I did not participate. Um, I, I totally support the Black Lives Matter. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I was home with the kids and my family. But um, I kind of don't know what happened because really nothing of note, I think, did happen. I did see that I think Modesto Police Department did make 15 arrests. I did see a headline that things did get a little testy between the the crowd and the police, but there was no major destruction or loss of property that I'm aware of. And we're a city of 203,000 people, so it's not like we're small. So I was actually very proud of how Modesto handled itself because touching on what Beardo brought up, Oakdale, which is uh, 15 minutes away, in the town of 22,000 people, not quite as peaceful. Um, no. And I, I think what we saw, and I'm not sure, like, we got some people from Oakdale who listen. Probably not a lot, but what you saw leading up to it was to the exact two. I think there's only two sides of Oakdale, and they both came through. There is a side that says Oakdale is very loving and supportive community who takes care of their own. And I think the people who say that um, speak the truth. Mm. But then there's a whole other side that say race, uh, Oakdale is racist as shit. Here are my experiences. And I do believe that that's also the truth. And we had both sides clash on Thursday because Thursday was Oakdale's um, protest and you go on Twitter. I, I couldn't tell you who to follow, but uh, I do know I was at work two blocks away from where the protest was, and I was alone at work. The next thing I know, I hear a fuck ton of sirens and the sheriff helicopter flying overhead. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's going on? And it turns out there's a small altercation, but if you can find the videos on Twitter, or Facebook um, from from what happened in Oakdale that day. There was very much racist ass shit going on in Oakdale. Um, and on top of that, the police, I mean, there's very few cities I'm aware of that have uh, open container laws. In fact, the only two that I'm, I know of for sure are Las Vegas, Nevada, and of all places, Erie, Pennsylvania, are the two places you can walk around with open beer. Uh, I don't think Oakdale's one of them, having lived there for no, a long time. Definitely. Having had lived there for a long time. Uh, but there's Twitter videos of pro, uh, anti-protesters 
with beer. coolers of beer on the side of the road. I've mm-hmm. seen videos on Twitter where they sh- show the video driving by all those empty Coors cans. Um, sorry, Stash, because uh, I know that you don't like <laughs> beer, but now you have to hate it. Um, so both parts of both sides of Oakdale. Um, came to life this week. I mean, I've been to Oakdale a lot, and, and this is the only thing I can say to Oakdale is those who say it's a loving place that takes care of its own. I understand that that's your it truth. Does. That is your truth, um, because if you are one of those people, they do take care of your own. But it, your goal at this point is to not be offended at the people who say it's racist as shit, because yes. those people also have a truth, and if. Your, your mission should be to make sure that your truth becomes their truth. And you have to work towards making sure that your truth becomes their truth. And it's an old-ass country town. It's not going to happen overnight. And I'm honestly, I don't think it's ever going to happen at all. Um, <laughs> I'm taking on Mrs. Uppy's realism here. Um, Beardo, do you? You're still your your parents still live there. I mean, do you have anything to add? For the time being, um, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, growing up in Oakdale, I loved it. It's a it's a small town. It definitely is, and it's got a lot of these typical small town issues. I do think the people of Oakdale truly are warm and caring and if you ask them they would say they're not racist Um, but there's a lot of things that are kind of built into culture that has been built up over a hundred years that just hasn't died so I mean there's there's issues there Um, and I think there's a good core of people there who who understand this and are going to try and fix this and so while Uppy I know that you um might be more realist and I might be more optimistic on this time. Um, I believe, you know, I think that Oakdale has a good, bright future. And I think there are some really fantastic people there. Um, but have we actually said what the actual incident was yet? Let, let me, let me, um, let me remind you though, because just North of you, just North of Oakdale um, is uh, Mariposa, right? And so mm-hmm. Mariposa, if you don't know, it's actually illegal to be Mexican or Indian in <laughs> Mariposa. <laughs> so to this day, it's still illegal <laughs> until yeah. the law is challenged. Like I said, I mean, uh, there's a lot uh, of... Challenge the law, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of old stuff, and this is what we call systemic racism. It's things that have been bred camp. into you, yeah. and, you know, it's just things that you don't realize that you have in you no so i mean when i say i think the people of oakdale are good people i think that's absolutely true but i think there's some things that have been bred into them that they don't understand has been bred into them i truly believe anything that you say though because you are my friend and i know that those things are true but but stash i would not i would not be (laughs) Caught being Mexican in Oakdale after dark. No, don't do that. So, <laughs> don't be don't be dark yeah, brown and just wandering around. I uh, decided to throw yeah. newspapers in the middle of the night. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. No, 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 no. Yeah, or or Mariposa because you you could get arrested for being Mexican. 
just because it's the county ordinances that they never rescinded. Mm, that's so bizarre. Yeah, so I weird. Know. I know. How would I have known that? I don't know. I just chopped, yeah. hopped and traveled through there in the middle of the night and just figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> without, my, without my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Uppy, describe the event. Describe the situation. The event, well, Cliff knows version because that's all I really know because I wasn't there. Um, <clears throat> Uh, convertible is driving around a bunch, circling the block um, in the middle of the whole protest location. Um, all reports saying that every time they drove around, they were honking their horns a lot. I know words were exchanged between both the people in the car and the people outside the car because they were circling the area of the counter protest. And all reports say that at some point in our final time through, they something was thrown from the car. I think they said a water bottle. And then when they reached the corner of the intersection, the police were trying to stop them, but they didn't really have a chance. And as they hit the corner of the intersection, and suddenly they could go straight. It was either left or right. So they went to go right, I, I believe. And... <clears throat> One guy I've partied with many times, I will say that, um, just walked into the street and decided to punch one of the people in the car. And that's when kind of, I wouldn't say all hell broke loose, but that's when a ruckus started. That's probably about the time I started hearing the sirens and the helicopter flying overhead. And <clears throat> the guy who did the punching, from all accounts that I've seen online, uh, from the second he was there, he was very antagonistic. He was yelling racist shit all the all day. He was there to start trouble. And the unfortunate part is there was a whole bunch of people out there um, saying that he was just defending himself. I don't think he was ever in danger. I don't think anything was ever said to him specifically. Um, but I will also add in those Twitter videos, if you can find them, there's videos of the and uh, the counter protesters walking down the street trying to mimic how a gorilla would walk and say, "Are you tired of walking like this?" Um, there's videos of the local police um, making jokes about the people protesting. So, and I just want to clarify: I'm not going to sit there and say Oakdale's not a great town and there isn't great people there because there obviously are. <laughs> there's wonderful people. I mean. Shoot, we interviewed three of their best um, a, a month ago when we interviewed Diane Breed. They're Oakdale people, and they're fucking awesome. But I would just want to reiterate my point that the people who are on the good side should make it their mission to try to make their experience in Oakdale the same for everybody, whether they're a part of the problem or not. Because I'm not going to say a lot of – the good people aren't the problem. But I'm just challenging them to make sure that their experience living in Oakdale is the same for everybody. Imagine taking time out of your day to go be racist to somebody. Yeah. But I saw that's your thing, you know, daughter. I saw plenty of Facebook posts that day saying how people should be at work or looking for work instead of marching in the street. Damn. I mean, that's right. why I was yeah. out there marching, you know, 
the way that I should have been because I got real, you know what I mean? I, mm. I got my own personal problems. But imagine taking time out of your day to go antagonize people. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the worst, I mean, uh, I don't know what you could argue with this as being the worst, but in the worst way possible to go be racist to another mm. human being. No, it's still the worst way possible because you just you're Is like it not? Yeah. yeah, it's not. You're just you're just saying, hey, um, I'm gonna be mean to you at a moment, you know, like this. You're like, what do I mean to you? You're like, all right, fuck you, whatever. Yeah, you know. Well, here's here's what I find most troubling about this. I mean, I think everyone knew this was gonna happen, or something like this was gonna happen um, in Oakdale, um, but everyone keeps, or I keep hearing that. Something was thrown from the car. The police came out and said it. The even yeah. were saying that. And, you know, if you have this car that's coming around the corner multiple times, honking their horn and being obnoxious, isn't there going to be video of that somewhere? No. Never. Never. Absolutely. No video showing anything flying from the car. Nothing definitive. Nothing even remotely definitive um, of something coming from the car. Um, and so, you know, with the police coming out and saying that, fine. Show us the proof. Show us that something came from the car. And we could assign some blame. These guys were bad protesters. We could. Yeah. That's about the worst yeah. you could do with that. They were bad protesters if something came out of that car, but you can't provide any evidence of that. You're just being an asshole and trying to discredit them. Show some evidence. And then, well, there is a, there is a quote of the police chief in the Modesto B saying, we believe the passengers in the car were defending themselves, not instigating. So it came out saying that they were being defensive but they also came out and said that they threw something from the car so i'm going off the most recent they're just assholes they are assholes who took 20 minutes right. to get to my house when there was an intruder in my house that's the same fucking people at the end of the day i mean i i just had this feeling like i can sum up saying nothing nothing that happened would have surprised me good bad or ugly <laughs> I, I guess I'm most surprised that maybe it, it could have been worse way worse because I, been. I saw the, I saw the lead up on Facebook, people saying I'm going to protect mm-hmm. my town. And, Close enough. But you're yeah. talking about a, a very small town. Pa- you're talking about a very small town and people who, who maybe haven't ever left. The people who truly do seem to think Antifa is yeah. a threat. Antifa is just people who are That's against fascism. fascism. We should all be no. against fascism. It depends on the color of your skin and who are you opposing okay. at this point. Unless you're orange, yeah, you should yeah, be against yeah. it. There's only one person I know. I know. It just, it just, so. It's so sad that, like, I wish that you could admit it. And then it just somehow, like, was like, a, oops, how dare you? And then here you are. But it doesn't work that way anymore. It doesn't just. There's that that offer um, the opportunity of um, of 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 this type of excitingness and um, ability to say we are here um, without being subjected to any type of scrutiny doesn't exist at the moment for people right now. No yeah. matter what your color of your skin is, because people want to know what are you doing. 
what what is your purpose here right now? You know? So that's what happens. Okay, well, shit, we're, we're running kind of long, as we have. I think COVID-19 has made everyone's podcasts <laughs> run long. Um, from what I've noticed from every podcast I listen to, um, since this started, every podcast has slowly gotten longer and longer and longer. Um, I think it's because we're all pretty much devoid of human contact. And But <clears throat> I, I do want to sign off similar to I did last week. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to challenge everyone to be better. Um, good, bad, or otherwise, wherever you are on the spectrum, just let's all just try to do better for everybody because we could be four years better than we were four years ago had we maybe actually all took the time to have a proper discussion of what Colin Kaepernick was doing. We could be four years better. That's not to say that we would have been perfect by now, but we can make the effort do not have these issues. Even people who don't agree with, I mean, we're all basically on this podcast right now. All four of us are like-minded individuals, but we're not unreasonable to not see the other side. And we just need to start talking. And I think that's the other thing is we got to undo all the taboos that we were grown up with. Um, we were grown up in the world where you don't talk about religion or politics or this or that. So, we were never taught how to talk with one another. Um, and I, I think it's just the past generations just wanted to have it easy. I don't know. But we need to start learning how to talk with one another so we can start learning how to figure this shit out because it's not going to get any easier otherwise. So I just challenge everyone, no matter what side, on, no matter where you fall, left, right, in the middle, I don't care. Just let's all start talking with one another with the intent of actually listening to one another not trying to figure out what your comeback is going to be or how witty you want to be or whatever that we just need to be humans to one another finally just so we don't have to have these issues and actually have better discussions and solve bigger problems so with that said does anyone have any final words my final words are this good evening and good night i got nothing I was trying to think of like your like last three words. I was like, good evening and good night. Dodger Beardo, any final No, words? I got all my final words in last week. I've been listening for the last 25 minutes, and I just want to say thank you for having me on again. This is a great, great discussion. I actually had mm-hmm. a lot of fun with this one. Um, glad to have Stash back. Obviously, he's so tired right now. He's fucking falling asleep on camera, but mm-hmm. that's okay. <laughs> it happens. It happens when you're, uh, you know, when you're when when you're when your brain's working that hard all day long. So, um, really, really enjoyed this one, guys. I thought that was really good. Well, thank you for coming back. We love having you. So appreciate you making some time for us uh, for the fourth week in a row. <laughs> and with that said, as Stash already alluded to. And with that said, we wish you good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
Troubled times We live in troubled times